You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director, and I, along with Assistant News Director Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, a local nonprofit alongside community members are coming together to protect Larimer County Sheriff's deputies. Find out how in local news with me. And a former CSU football coach is now facing multiple allegations of secretly filming women, both during his time at CSU and during his current job at Temple University in Philadelphia. Find out more about the investigation and what to do if you have any tips in Campus News with Lee Zimpel. And pro-abortion rights activists have taken to the Lori Student Center Plaza to voice their opinions. Find out what they have to say in an interview later on with me in the broadcast. Then hear from one incoming CSU freshman and one CSU alum, both of who are members of a local activist group, Divest CSU, in an interview later on in the broadcast with Lee Zimpel. And with that, let's move right into campus news with Zimpel. I'm Lee Zimpel, and these are your campus news updates. Former CSU assistant football coach Antoine Smith has been accused of secretly filming women, both in Colorado and Philadelphia, where he currently works. Smith left CSU in January 2022 and is now on the football staff at Temple University. The allegations say Smith filmed women who were dog sitters in his home without their knowledge. Attorney Amanda Lawrenson from a law firm in Philadelphia is representing nearly a dozen women who have made accusations against Smith, with one of them being a former CSU student. According to Lawrenson, the women said that they stayed at his house to watch his dog while he was away and that they found hidden cameras in the bedroom and bathroom where they slept and showered. In an email that Lawrenson shared with the Coloradoan from the former CSU student, it read that she watched Smith's dog for a full year while he was a coach at CSU and that she was, quote, utterly disgusted finding the hidden cameras. She wrote that Smith had also made several inappropriate remarks towards her. A CSU spokesperson said that the school has been made aware of these allegations against Smith, but that it was not made aware of any similar allegations made against him during his time at CSU. CSU reached out to the legal team in Philadelphia to ask for help in uncovering any possible similar experiences with Smith during his time as a CSU coach, and a spokesperson urged anyone who might have any information to reach out to CSU's Title IX office, the Office of Equal Opportunity, or the CSU PD. In Philadelphia, the first reports against Smith were filed in April 2022, and most recently, over the weekend, two more were filed. Fort Collins police said they haven't gotten any similar reports against Smith, but Lawrenson believes that there could be more victims in the CSU community. Information for this story comes from the Coloradoan. That's all for your campus news. My name is Lee Zimpel. Up next is local news with Portia Cook. In local news, the Larimer County Sheriff's Office is typically the one doing the protecting, but this time they are the ones being protected. On Friday, April 21st, Shield 616 presented 50 Larimer County Sheriff's Office deputies with rifle-plated armor. In total, the donation will protect 126 deputies who will receive the rifle armor that a local Fort Collins company, Angel Armor, has manufactured. Sheriff John Fayen said in a statement to Larimer County, quote, This armor helps us make sure our deputies go home safe every day. This gift will help ensure that our deputies continue to go home to their families, end quote. 
Shield 616 is a local nonprofit founded by a Colorado Springs police officer after the mass shootings at New Life Church and Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs. The nonprofit partnered with Angel Armor, a Fort Collins based company, to provide the all day rifle rated armor. Angel Armor provides lightweight advanced technology that protects our first responders in the field. Shield 616 facilitates donations from community members who want to provide enhanced protection for public safety professionals. Additional information on Shield 616 can be found online at shield616.org. In other news, if you are a property owner, you may want to listen up. May 1st is right around the corner, and that is the deadline for you to pay your property taxes in full. The May 1st deadline is for those taxpayers who do not have their property taxes paid by their mortgage company and who choose to pay their taxes in one payment as opposed to two half payments. For those who pay in halves, the first payment deadline was February 28th, and the second half payment deadline will be June 15th. For your convenience, there are several ways to make your payment. Property tax can be paid online by credit, debit card, or electronic check, mail, or in person. If you would like to pay in person, you may drop off your payment to the office Monday through Friday from 8 o'clock a.m. to 4.30 p.m. or use the secure 24-hour drop box located outside 2000 West Oak Street in Fort Collins. Any questions regarding your property tax should be directed to the Larimer County Treasurer and Public Trustee's Office in Fort Collins at 970-498-7020. You may also find information or chat with agents on their website at larimer.gov treasurer. And that is all for your local news. Up next, abortion activists have taken to the Lori Student Center Plaza. Find out why and what they have to say next in events news with me after the break. Mom, I'm really hungry. I just want some chicken nuggets. All right, sweetie. Um, I'll call over the waiter. Uh, waiter? Waiter? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yes, how, how can I help you? Um, I'm not sure what we really want to order yet. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, well, what we do have as a special right now is the KCSU app. Ooh, an appetizer. What's in it? It's actually an app for a radio station where you can listen to all of your favorite shows and podcasts and more. Oh, wow. That sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to help your hunger or anything, but it is going to hook you up with some cool tunes. So, Ooh, I'll download that app right now. <gasps> Wait a minute. Do I know you, Dad? <gasps> uh, 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 download the KCSU app today. My body, my choice. It's not a man's choice, but we should be a part of the conversation. Abortion is healthcare. Let people have control of their own bodies, and men have opinions too. 
These are just a few of the quotes you will find on the free speech board that currently sits outside in the Lori Student Center Plaza from both pro-choice and pro-life protesters. Today, I visited the LSE Plaza to see what those in attendance had to say. My name is Isabella Bertillo, Davin Smith, and Hannah Tidi. All right, can y'all tell me what is going on out here today in the LSE? There is an anti-abortion protest going on behind us. So we're standing in front of them showing that we are very much pro-choice and in support of anyone who chooses to get an abortion. Is this in response to anything that has happened recently or just the general culture surrounding the topic of abortion? Just in the general culture, we just want to feel safe on our campus and having the people here do that don't support abortion does not feel very safe to be on campus. I think everybody just needs to know that if you guys have a strong opinion on this, come out and get involved and be a voice, be a presence, um, because it needs to be here. I think all of us are being respectful and kind, and that's the most important thing. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, um, but we'd love to see some more voices in support for pro-choice. It's really, really important to tell people, you know, exactly what we mean about this issue. It's really important. Now, what would you say pro-choice means to you in terms of abortion and healthcare? Um, I think anyone with a uterus is allowed or should be allowed and it should be legal to have an abortion for their own safety and their own right. And everyone has their own choice to do whatever they want with their own body. I believe that it's no one's business what we choose to do with our bodies. I think that for many women, it is the only choice that they can make. And it should be anyone with a uterus, not just women. And so it should be there for all of us, no matter what our choice is. How do you think people can best get involved to spread the word about whether it be free speech or pro-choice, healthcare rights in general, in terms of abortion? Honestly, even just walking by and giving a hoot and a holler to us, letting us know that we're supported <laughs> is really awesome. And then if you want to come out and join us, that's awesome. Um, it's really important to kind of show the community here that we support them in their choices and that we don't condone um, the kind of behavior that doesn't. So. Perfect. Any final words for CSU or Fort Collins community? Abortion is healthcare. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you all very much. Okay. And I am also out here with Christina Vasa. Can you tell me what is going on out here with this protest today? Yeah, so we are a pro-life organization called Justice for All, and our mission is to have conversations about abortion with people who disagree and try to civilize a dialogue in an often polarized topic. Um, we think that both men and children and babies all matter equally, and so we want to um, show that we can love the woman who has personally experienced abortion, the woman who is currently pregnant, and the person who disagrees with us equally at every conversation, um, at every time. So uh, we do come from a pro-life perspective, which means that we um, do try to present the pro-life case in the most persuasive way, but we are always welcoming uh, discourse and people who disagree with us to push back um, and actually have a dialogue, which is, I think, what college campuses are, are really for, to uh, have diverse thought. Absolutely. Now, I have seen some counter arguments from some pro-life individuals out here. How has that been going so far with some of that dialogue? Yeah, so I've been able to speak to a few different people today, and I know my colleagues have also sp spoke to many others. And uh, typically, the conversations are very civil. Um, I've had conversations that began heated but ended in a hug. And so we really are trying to bridge the gap. And um, many times I've had pro-choice people tell us that they're glad that we're here, even if they disagree with us, that we're just having a conversation. Absolutely. And is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know today? 
Uh, I just think that it's important for everyone to know that their life does matter and that um, if we sought to really understand each other, I think we can make a lot of progress in this issue. Wonderful. I thank you so much. Additional information on free speech here at Colorado State University can be found online by visiting csusystem.edu or by calling the Dean of Students at 970-491-5321. Up next, Lee Zimpel speaks with one incoming CSU freshman and one CSU alum who are both members of a local activist group, Divest CSU. Hear more with Lee Zimpel after the break. to build skills in fundraising and donor relations? Get involved with the development department at KCSU. Colorado State University has a stellar reputation in sustainability. This year, CSU earned a platinum rating in the Sustainability Tracking, Assessment, and Rating System, or STARS. That score put CSU in the national top three highest rated institutions with a STARS rating. There's one dot on that reputation, though and one activist group that works in the CSU community is dedicated to fighting for environmental justice and holding the school up to the standards it publicly presents. I spoke with two members of Divest CSU, which is a campaign made up of students, staff, and community members dedicated to shaping the future with sustainability as a priority. Eli Bauman and Barbara Goldman come from two different generations, with Bauman being an incoming CSU freshman and Goldman being a CSU alum. Though their time as students don't overlap, they both want to improve sustainability at CSU. CSU invested at least $10 million in fossil fuels, according to Goldman, and that contribution to the industry is a driving force in Divest CSU's mission. We have got four demands, you can call them, or goals. The first one is for the foundation to disclose what all the investments are. It turns out that it's actually kind of hard to determine exactly what the investments are. Based on what we have calculated, there's probably at least $10 million of the divestment that is in what they call indirect investments in fossil fuels. So first we want disclose. The second is to divest, to take all of that money out of those investments. 
The third is to reinvest in sustainable, environmentally positive, socially positive investments, ESG investing. And then the fourth is really important. We want CSU to take a stand, meaning to publicly state that they're divesting and to use their influence towards more sustainable ways of being in the world and specifically to not support fossil fuel development or investment. While CSU's investment isn't huge looking at the bigger picture, Goldman said that other universities like Harvard and Princeton have pledged to divest from fossil fuels as well as cities and even individual people. Goldman wants CSU to be a part of that movement. CSU is really actually in many ways a leader in sustainability. There has been a lot of effort on campus, everything from how the buildings are powered to food service to all kinds of things. But why is divestment important? Building renewables, investing in renewables is important. If you pull up a graph of what has been happening with solar and wind, you see that they've been increasing. But if you pull up a graph of what's been happening with greenhouse gases and emissions, they are still steadily increasing. So I heard an analogy, this is not mine, I heard somebody say it, and I don't remember who or I would give them credit. Imagine we are people and we are drinking poison. And we say, well, that's okay because we're also drinking a lot of carrot juice. So we're gonna be fine. Well, you actually have to stop drinking the poison. You have to stop burning fossil fuels. So that's why CSU, with its influence and its money, should stop investing in fossil fuels. CSU's reputation brings in many students who care about environmental justice, like Bauman, who joined CSU to work towards the goal of having a career in wildlife conservation. Since joining Divest CSU, Bauman has been spreading awareness of the campaign and CSU's investment to other students. Folks my age need to understand that our money is going somewhere um, and we can and do have a say in that. I personally would like my money to go somewhere better. It's not something that we have to just accept. I want future generations to understand that action is possible and it's important and it can actually make a difference. And I want them to believe in a future that they have a say in and that they have control over. If we don't solve climate, it's gonna ruin everything else too. And so when I looked at where should I put my energy, I decided the climate was the best place. And Divest CSU is a very nice specific campaign. And I think we can get results. Divest CSU plans on having a rally Thursday this week. I reached out to CSU's Sustainability Commission to see the school's stance on its contribution to the fossil fuel industry, but am still waiting on a response as of now. Hey, it's Destiny Thurman, jersey number two from the Mountain West title contending CSU women's basketball team. Stay locked in by listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.
My name is Eliza Drotart. This is your RMR Sports Report. In women's softball news, the team is now 27-13, and 13, with their most recent games against Iowa State being a win on the 21st and two losses back-to-back for the Rams. Their next matches will be this weekend against Fresno State here in Fort Collins. In outdoor track and field news, the Rams competed in both the Mines Mini-Meet in Golden, along with the Fum Gras Power Meet here in Fort Collins, hosted by your Colorado State Rams. Their next match will be this weekend at the Doug Max Invitational, also hosted by your Rams, before they head off to the Mountain West Conference in Fresno, California. In men's golf, the team competed in the Western Intercollegiate in Santa Cruz, California, where they tied... Fifth overall out of 14 before they are heading to the Mountain West Conference this weekend in Arizona. And finally, to end off the women's golf season, they competed in the Mountain West Women's Golf Championship. On the first day, they tied for fifth. On the second day, they tied for third. And on the final day, they were able to hold down third place in Rancho Mirage, California. The team will be heading off to the NCAA Women's Regionals in a few weeks. My name is Eliza Drotart. This has been your RMR Sports Report. Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Today was cool and cloudy with a high of 53 degrees. Fort Collins woke up to wet roads and sidewalks this morning, and it doesn't look like we are in the clear just yet. Tonight, you can expect temps to drop to a high of 38 degrees with more of those rain and thunderstorms. Wednesday, temps jump up just a bit to a high of 60 degrees with partly cloudy skies and no more rain. Wednesday night isn't going to do anything special for us with a high of 28 degrees and mainly clear skies. As for the rest of this week's weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU Weather Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time.